Greetings, Maltopians. Are you looking to delve deeper into the world of Maltopia? Then check out our Patreon, where you can find written mythos pieces, world maps, found footage, art, Patreon-exclusive shows, and more. Just go to patreon.com forward slash Maltopia and join one of our tiers for access to great new content. Brave the forbidden and embrace the darkness. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The darkness of the room seemed strangely relieved by the woman's eyes, in which I could see burning flower gardens, where fire was merely the most beautiful blossom, 
blooming hot and bright against the blackest sky. Her hands took mine gently, bringing me into her embrace. Yet her physical presence seemed doubtful, like the clutch of shadows. She whispered my name. As it passed her lips, processed through the darkness of her body, it seemed almost biblical. The room was entirely dark, and from somewhere nearby I could hear the strained breathing of my father, whose throat was still in the giant's hand. The twins were nowhere in sight, but I could feel their smiles at my back, burning like fallen angels. A single candle was lit, no doubt held by one of the twins. The woman's hands drifted to my shoulders, slowly turning me to meet the bloodshot eyes of my father. The candlelight created a soft bridge between us, and I could see that my father's gaze, while afflicted with no small amount of pain and hopelessness, retained a glint of lethality and poise. His eyes made me unsure of my saviors. Even in the grip of such a monster, he was still a beast of many heads, each one possessed of skills sharper than stilettos. My father was finally released, and he fell to the floor, gasping. I knew the sorest injury he'd suffered was to his pride. He carefully returned to his feet, even taking time to straighten his collar, unfazed by the monster at his back. He looked beyond me, returning the heated glower of the strange woman. You just took your doom by the hand, woman. I'll die having at least that satisfaction. My father's words shot across the room like spears, but they were immediately deflected by the woman's smile, which shone like the darkest night. What a shame, she said. Here stands your greatest work, and you've grown all but dumb to the fact. Luckily, I don't share your foreshortened senses, artist. It seems to me you've been the one holding your doom by the hand, and for quite a few years at that. It would only be in keeping with a sort of cosmic propriety that your son be your doom, here, in this gallery, tonight. There's still art to be had in that, isn't there, artist? My father's eyes didn't so much as twitch. That would be an honor, of course. But don't look so smug, woman. It's not like you've tapped into the unseen world by seeing him for what he is. I've known this day would come. I've known since the first time I saw myself reflected in those cold black eyes of his. And now you've looked into them too. You know. Now. Pray you last as long as I did. I had no idea what my father was talking about, but something secret seemed to shift within me, somewhere deep in the pits of my stomach. Donald, tonight you will become an artist, the woman said matter-of-factly, still locking eyes with my father. It didn't seem as if I would be given a choice, so I simply smiled up at her, my new mother. The giant reached out with a single hand and broke my father's neck. Somehow it failed to kill him, 
which apparently was the monster's intent. My father collapsed to the ground, never again to rise from it under his own power. The creature then bore my progenitor's limp body to one of the workbenches and laid him on his back. My new mother turned me again, this time to face the wall of my father's tools, all of them barely discernible from the twisted shadows they cast in the trembling light. They all belong to you now. You have the remainder of the night to make your father into that which he has always meant to be. I knew almost immediately what I would do. When I heard the last of my savior's exit by way of the door at the top of the stairs, I wasted no time drawing preliminary sketches for how I would transform my father. It took only a few hours for me to gather the materials I needed, and soon I began organizing my workspace. Through all of this, the gaze of my father never left me. I could see pride welling in his eyes as I prepared my utensils with the grace and speed of a seasoned master. After I pinned the last of my sketches to the wooden wallboards that lined my work area, I stripped my father of his clothing and thoroughly washed his body. The only question that remained was, how should I kill him? Death was no mercy here, merely a requisite work condition. Any unwanted movements or mistimed rectuses could ruin the mood I was attempting to cultivate. I had no idea how to feel about what I was about to do. My father was always a source of fear and wonder to me, but my affections always lived in his conjurations, never the conjurer. I rose my father into a seated position, propping him up against my work table, and looked him in the eyes. He winced for the first time, and the last. His breath was weak, yet I could see he was trying to say something. I waited patiently for his rasping attempts at speech to cohere into intelligible words. Just before I could wait no longer, he spoke. A graveyard with flowers is far better than one without. I understood his meaning, and my blade passed through his right eye. The most difficult part of the undertaking that followed was the draining of all my father's blood. I finally accomplished this through the painstaking process of positioning his body such that the building pressures I created forced it from his veins. Replacing his vital liquids with paint proved a much easier task to achieve, and I was careful to use every color and every shade and intensity I could evoke. Next, I removed all of his major organs, delicately replacing them with artist's tools. Each tool was placed in corresponding importance to the organ it substituted. I used my father's skin to replace the hemp of my canvas. He was a traditionalist, of course. And then I reskinned my father with the aforementioned hemp. Certainly, the eyes were essential to my piece. Natural eyes had a nasty habit of decomposing, so I procured a set of the most beautiful glass eyes I could find. Finally, there was the staging of the piece, 
It took me some time to effect, but I arranged the entire gallery so that my father was the black sun around which his dark worlds wheeled. I situated all the discernible heads of his works such that they seemed to look upon him, perhaps thanking him for their transformation. In the light of the few candles by which I worked, my father's true self was dimly revealed. He was art incarnate. He was the hand that held the brush, the paint that fell to the canvas, and the very canvas that held his dream. I had inextricably fused my father with his own craft. In the darkness of the extinguished candles, I whispered my father's new name, the name of my very first work of art, Red Arboros. My father stood revealed, primal and pure. Through the medium of my small hands, guided by dreams only dimly guessed at, I had cultivated the truth that had always hidden beneath my father's flesh, waiting to be discovered, freed. Bear in mind, of course, that the truth is merely the fleeting property of a dream, caught momentarily at the scale of the universe. My tears came as never before, as they had been well earned for the first time. I could feel my father's gaze, now joined by my first mother's, sweeping across my face, searching for my eyes. But, as they had no doubt hoped, my eyes had slipped from the world to wander and wonder beyond the cold, dead world. And my hands, while still of the earth, would now repair the way back, from death into dream. My brother and sister gathered by my side and embraced me, cheering me on, whisper after whisper. Together, united beyond sleep, slaves to nothing, my first family celebrated my second birth between two worlds, artist to both. It was as if the universe had shrunk to the size of my purpose, narrow but infinite, and every shadow was a signpost leading to forever. There was song in me that night. It was twilight when they returned to gaze upon my labors. The twins were at my side before I knew it, their wild hair playing at my face as they held me in the quiet of my first work. I knew they were pleased. Their laughter sparkled in the dark like sparks made from soot, twisting and turning in the blackened air of the gallery. I held their admiration inside like a last breath, not wanting to exhale. Then came the giant, and when he looked upon my work, his thunderous laughter filled my tiny body with everlasting strength. I knew, somehow, his strength would one day be my own, and my smile grew wider. Then, she came to me, gliding from the darkness of a bottomless night, red like passion's fire, and endless with mystery. She stood revealed in the smoldering debris of the day. Her eyes followed mine beyond the solidity of the world, joining me in the gallery beyond the gallery, where vision was the sole property of the mind. She whispered, your work is the light the sun pretends at bearing. Your brilliance shines only to enlighten, never to expose. 
Your art is the voice of a dreaming god, Donald. And you need never again want for a family. You could have all of this in us. You have only to say yes. And we are all of us yours forever. I whispered back, yes. And then we walked as a family into the darkness. Finally, the recovered memory took its lasting place within my mind, even as it burned into murmuring ash. I placed my father and my grinning sisters onto the floor. Before I could speak my mind, a familiar presence invaded the place of my second birth for a second time. We were gonna wait till you was napping again, but then you laid down your weapons. This is quite the little freak show you've got down here, by the way. Who's the star of the show? He asked, pointing to the red arborus. Is it a friend of yours, maybe? He said, we. I scanned the darkness and found others lying beneath the shadows with malice aforethought and weapons aplenty. Before I could take up my sisters, a creature rose from the stairwell and kicked them away. Another shape leaked across the stones of the ceiling, raining bullets down upon me. I leaped to the shelter of a rocky outcropping, disappointing the swarm of bullets that chased me. The speaker began again. We're social animals, ain't we, big man? So how better to win this contest than to mobilize some help? And just in case you've got escape on the brain, don't bother. I've got guys all over this place. You're all done, my man. <laughs> More shadows poured into the room. They bore blades, guns, and arrogance. Sparks leapt from the wall where more bullets came to a sudden stop. Lights and shadows played all around me. An explosion to my left. Fire and pain. More explosions and fire everywhere. My father's gallery, my gallery, began to burn. I heard laughter within the flames. A life's work up in flames, eh, family man? <laughs> I saw the eyes of my once-forgotten family reflecting the flames within their perfect glass eyes. My father, clothed in fire, began to bow to the conflagration. I would see those eyes no more. Something stepped in front of me. Knives and eagerness to use them glowed in the orange light. My naked hands reached out and began parting ribs, lungs, and at last the spine. I covered myself in his cooling blood, threw his skin around me like a cloak, and challenged the ravening flames. The fire was cold to the touch as the rage within me humbled the heat without. My eyes returned to the world, bearing killing dreams. The murderous shadows fell upon me as I breached the inferno. Blades traveled the roads of my body. Bullets sped into the houses of my spirit. My hands became monsters, devouring and killing and crushing everything around me. My teeth came together within throats, and I howled into the flames, blood and death. I was almost to the stairs, but my family, both of them, lay behind me in flames. I turned back around. A firing squad opened up, washing me in lead. 
The stone pillar nearest me came away in my ruined hands, and I crushed the firing line beneath the crumbling weapon. The speaker called out to his minions, this time no longer laughing. Take him! He's only one fucking guy, for Christ's sakes! My eyes defied the smoke and blood that filled them as I peered through the flames, seeking the leader of the Gang of Shadows. I saw him wrapped in a peel of churning smoke, conducting the violence, doubt and disbelief burning within him. I stepped without the maw of the Inferno and addressed the other shadows. Bring him to me, and you can all live, I growled, pointing to the slim killer who had once vanished like smoke. The army's loyalty began to crack, and I could see sparks and knives begin to rise up at the emaciated killer. Yet before the revolution was complete, another explosion belched fire and force from behind, smashing me into the marble archway. Still, I drew up, even as my broken bones ground against each other while others tried to flee through my skin. Before I could properly right myself, the mutiny collapsed, and they fell upon me in their renewed numbers. As I slowly began to lift their combined mass from my body, the thin man walked through the flames toward me, carrying the hammer my father would often use to drive his massive chisel. The thin killer rained blows down upon my skull. I caught a glimpse of my sisters strewn across the floor, all but buried in debris. I could hear them weeping. With one last blow from my father's hammer, I heard no more. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Mm. 